This is The Lid Is On, I'm Connor Lennon. One of the main reasons that people choose to move to another country is increasingly the climate crisis. Millions of people are either forced to migrate because of a climate disaster, and millions more are affected by the slower-moving environmental changes that leave their homes uninhabitable. Think about desertification, for example, ever warmer summers, or rising sea levels. And there's an undeniable link between climate change and conflict. As tensions rise between communities and countries, sharing resources such as water, which are becoming scarcer year on year. Felipe Gonzalez Morales has been the UN Special Rapporteur on the Human Rights of Migrants since 2017. He's an independent rights expert appointed by the UN Human Rights Council. And he's here in the studio with me now. Hello, Mr. Gonzalez, and thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Uh, We're speaking here in New York. You briefed the UN General Assembly in October. You expressed concern about the lack of consistent policies to address the impact of the climate emergency on migration. So, first of all, what were the the things, the problems you were seeing, the inconsistencies, and what would you like to see? Thank you very much for the invitation to talk about this issue. Uh, The United Nations uh, indeed is uh, uh, conducted a number of uh, uh, initiatives uh, regarding uh, climate change. Uh, But I think uh, that it's uh, very important to ensure that the human rights uh, component in regard of migrants is taken into account uh, when addressing this issue. Uh, My predecessor uh, presented a report on this matter uh, 10 years ago. Uh, so, uh, in a way, uh, what I have done is uh, trying to assess uh, what progress has been made and uh, what are the remaining, uh, to be sure, uh, big challenges. And uh, what I have found based on uh, uh, many contributions uh, from uh, uh, UN agencies, states, civil society, is that, in fact, uh, a lot of uh, challenges remain, that there have been initiatives uh, uh, by a number of states, but uh, I won't say that uh, that is really the rule in terms of uh, addressing the impact of uh, climate change on the uh, situation of the human rights of migrants. Uh, so, uh, in a way, my report is trying to call on the attention of the countries in the United Nations to address this uh, uh, matter in a uh, more consistent uh, manner. You said that that is not happening right now. So what would you like to see from the member states? What would be the best way to bring these problems in line with what you're saying, to making sure that the human rights of migrants are respected? Well, uh, let me start by saying that uh, I think it was a, a good step forward, the fact that uh, in the Global Compact for Migration, this issue uh, was explicitly addressed. I think that is important. Um, but uh, what I haven't seen uh, much, really, uh, are uh, coordinated efforts by states in regard to climate change in connection to the human rights of migrants. Um, Of course, there are initiatives of states uh, with regard to other aspects of migration, but not much regarding this one. Um, So, for instance, the good practices that I mentioned in the report are mostly um, initiatives from this and that country on specific matters, but uh, uh, not really comprehensive uh, approaches uh, uh, by states. And, uh, and in this regard, uh, of course, one key aspect is the, the issue of uh, to what extent the uh, uh, Convention on Refugees 
may apply to uh, persons uh, escaping from uh, uh, climate disasters. Uh, but it, that is not the only point. Many times that the, the, the whole uh, discussion evolves around that. But uh, there are many other measures that can be adopted by states, including uh, uh, humanitarian uh, visas, uh, different kind of uh, permits uh, to open uh, uh, regular pathways for um, uh, migrants who are escaping from uh, um, climate change uh, uh, events. Um, so it's not uh, only a binary approach, uh, refugee or, or not refugee, really. There are a number of uh, uh, measures that could be adopted by states. Well, we've seen countries, richer countries, making it harder than ever before to allow migrants to come in or even to allow them to uh, call for asylum in that country. Um, it seems that attitudes towards migrants are becoming uh, more hostile in many mm. countries. Is that your experience since 2017? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I, I have seen that. Uh, when I started in 2017, the situation was already a, already a difficult one. But I think that uh, the obstacles for uh, regular migration have uh, increased over the last uh, five years. Which goes um, directly against what the UN is trying to do, have secure regular pathways for migration. Right, right. And uh, the fact is that... Uh, more than three quarters of the states of the UN uh, adopted the Global Compact for Migration, but uh, uh, I think that I, I see a disparity in the uh, implementation of the compact uh, between countries. Um, Why do you think that is? Well, I think that uh, there were many interests uh, in the different interests in the adoption of the compact. For some countries, this. Uh, for some countries, this was really a matter of uh, enhancing the human rights of migrants. Uh, for others, it was a, a manner, for instance, to try to uh, uh, put in place some provisions uh, to legitimize the return of uh, migrants to their countries of origin um, and, and other interests. So, so the fact that the, the compact uh, uh, includes so many provisions of so many uh, matters allows states to pick this and that uh, option and sometimes not addressing directly the most uh, uh, complex issues, really. And when we come back to climate change, do you find that most countries do accept that this is a really serious driver of migration or are, is there still resistance? Are there still some countries that don't accept that it's the problem that we all believe it is? Well, I, I guess that is the case, uh, but uh, it's uh, usually it's not. Uh, uh, that usually, can, uh, states are not uh, explicit about it. Uh, for instance, uh, yesterday when I presented my uh, report, there was virtually no controversy about the report. States uh, supported the the report and uh, were asking me about good practices and so forth. Uh, well. In most of uh, my reports, there have been a lot of discussion when I present reports on pushbacks, for instance, or um, uh, returns of migrants and uh, migratory attention and so forth. I would say that in the case of climate change, the, the situation is rare than some states uh, look to the other side, really. Uh, they are not explicit in... in, in uh, a question in climate change, but uh, they are not uh, really uh, following this uh, approach. Do you think climate change is really 
a fundamental issue for elements, not just of migration, but internal displacement, refugees, because it is such a cross-cutting area, isn't it? You must be in contact with many of your colleagues, your fellow special rapporteurs, because I was speaking to, for example, the rapporteur on internally displaced persons, and climate change was a big part of the work that she's doing. Absolutely. I think uh, it, uh, it has an impact, climate change has an impact on uh, human mobility in, in different manners. It's just that uh, my mandate is focused on international migration, but uh, of course there, there is uh, an issue of uh, internal migration uh, that is also at stake here and, um, and displacement of the persons and so forth. Well, you've had your mandate since 2017. How much time do you have left in the post and what do you want to achieve between now and then? I plan to have a last report focused on regularization of migrants, uh, which I think is a key aspect because uh, in addition to the issue of establishing regular pathways uh, uh, for migration, there is the issue of those uh, uh, migrants who are already in, in the countries of destination and uh, who have uh, remained sometimes decades in an irregular situation. So I will try to end with a positive note, uh, gather information about good experiences in this regard, to try to show that uh, uh, regularization of migrants is really something that can enhance the, uh, the, the, the society or the culture as a whole. And it's not only a matter of the, for the human rights of migrants, but also it's a contribution to the society. So I think that uh, would be uh, an important uh, uh, final step in addition to trying to make a, an assessment, a final assessment about the uh, implementation of the Global Compact and how to enhance that uh, implementation. It's a funny job, isn't it, being an independent UN human rights expert you're sort of, you know, with the, with the organisation but also a step apart from the organisation. Right. Do you feel like um, you can have a real impact? Do you feel like you've, you've been able to make a difference? Yes, I think that the whole system of uh, special procedures uh, that I have followed for decades uh, is a very important one. And uh, of course, there are many situations in, in, in where you don't have the, the impact that you would uh, be seeking, but uh, there are many cases in which uh, that uh, really uh, occurs. And uh, it is not only because of the relationship with, with the states, but also because uh, uh, we, the special reporters, have a strong engagement with the civil society as well, and that uh, serves as a channel to uh, improve the situation in the countries as well. And are you confident that we can reach a situation internationally where it is more secure to migrate, where there are these clear pathways that we're looking for, and that we see reduction in the kind of tragedies that we've seen over the last few years, uh, which seem to be getting worse right now. Right. It has to be. I mean, uh, I have the experience. Uh, I grew up in the, during the dictatorship of Pinochet in Chile. I saw the uh, continuing uh, pressure and monitoring from international human rights bodies at times when it didn't look at all that uh, uh, we would escape from that situation. And I think that uh, the, that international uh, actions uh, really made a difference. And I think that we have to pursue that avenue and uh, in, in that way we will, uh, we will be able to, uh, to make progress.